Corin Tucker and Carrie Brownstein figured out their winning formula on their second album, Call the Doctor, from 1996, as they left behind their old bands, Heaven to Betsy and Excuse 17. On Call the Doctor, they focused on crafting what Carrie would later call, quote, a single sonic sound with two guitars, two conversations. That dual conversation approach comes through straight away on the title track, with their voices seeming to talk past each other. Corin sings, this is love and you can't make it, while Carrie counters with, look out, they want what you know. And yet despite never quite cohering in a traditional way, they really do create a singular, powerful sound together. Carrie sounds a lot more confident here, with her voice breaking through on songs like Stay Where You Are, I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone, and The Closer, Heart Attack. I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone is a real standout, as Carrie said later, quote, we were playing with all these archetypes, especially these male archetypes of rock stars, almost like a child going into a closet and putting on these fancy clothes. But even as they were playfully sizing themselves up against male counterparts, they were proving that they didn't need any external approval to make great punk music of a kind that no one had heard before. A footnote to I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone, Sonic Youth's Thurston Moore gets a shout-out in the original lyrics, but after he and Kim Gordon split up after he cheated on her, the band changed the lyrics when performing the song. Now instead of, I want to be your Thurston Moore, it's, I want to be your Kim Gordon. For more insights into how Slater Kinney came into their own on Call the Doctor, I quote again from Carrie Brownstein's always insightful memoir, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl. Seriously, you should get this book. It's amazing. Uh, Carrie writes, quote, We weren't trying to form a solidarity with anyone but ourselves. Could you sing along to Slater Kenny? Sometimes. But we would just as likely shout over you. And good luck trying to sing along with Corin. Trust me, I know. It's nearly impossible. As a listener, you have to decide what to follow in the song, which vocal, which guitar. This way of writing and of singing was something we tacitly understood. We never discussed it. We never mentioned counter melodies. We didn't want to sing harmonies. Our songs weren't pretty, nor was our style of singing. It sounded scarier to not sing together, rarely allowing the listener to settle into the music. Everything inside the songs was constantly on the verge of breaking apart. Corin's voice, the narrative, the guitars, so few moments provided any respite at all. If we did sing together on the chorus, it was only after a strange, uncomfortable verse. Yet the result was forceful. It sounded like a tightly bound entity, fragments clinging to each other for dear life. If you pulled one thing apart, it wouldn't even sound like a real song. It was a junkyard come to life. If Call the Doctor confirmed the band's reputation as one of the West Coast's new music deities rebelling against gender roles, consumerism and indie rock's male-dominated hierarchy, Dig Me Out turned that rage up to 11. The record is often referred to as their breakthrough album and took the band from cult corner of the Pacific Northwest to international acclaim. This was the first of the next four records that the band would release with Olympian feminist and now iconic indie label Kill Rockstars, which singer and guitarist Corin Tucker thought had better resources to ensure the band's distribution. But none distilled the band's sound and attitude like Dig Me Out. 
One fundamental shift behind this step up comes in the form of powerhouse drummer Janet Rice of quasi fame, who would go on to be the longest serving drummer of the band and whose propulsive drums take the momentum of the band's sound and drive to a whole new plane. Speaking to Addicted to Noise, Tucker explained, musically she's completed our band, she's become the bottom end and the solidness that we've really wanted for our songwriting. The album cover is a homage to the Kinks' 1965 album, The King Controversy, only arguably with a cooler shot of Corrin's Dan Electro, possibly another reason why I loved it so much as I went on to fall for a Schecter with lipstick pickups. As a fan of the Kinks, Weiss explained that the cover suggested that Sleater Kinney could be an example of a revered rock band. Recorded at John and Stu's place in Seattle, Washington, named after producers John Goodmanson and Stuart Halliman, whose first clients would be Pearl Jam and who Sleater Kinney would later go on to open for, and the same place that Mudhoney recorded Touch Me I'm Sick and the site of the first Nirvana demo session in 1988. In the studio, there was a lot of focus on those dynamics and that interplay between Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker's tallying vocal lines, as Goodman explained in an interview. We always use different mics for the lead vocal and for the second vocal, or different kinds of processing to make those things really distinct, to make it so you can hear both things at once. The two singles then, Little Babies, which critiqued motherhood stereotypes, and One More Hour, one of the most devastating breakup songs in rock. It was a song about Carrie and Corinne's short-lived romance and provided the unusual scenario of writing a song about breaking up with your girlfriend and then having her sing backup vocals on the song you wrote about her. In fact, in her 2015 memoir, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl, Brownstein shared that almost all the songs on Dig Me Out are about either her or Tucker's future husband, Lance Bangs. Elsewhere, Dance Song 97 boasts Devo-esque 80s keyboards, and my personal favourite, Words and Guitar, is an ode to rock that just feels so necessary. Funnily enough, title track Dig Me Out did peak at number six on the KEXP top album chart in 97, but it was never actually released as a single. The whole record just channels the idea for me of being a young woman, being present with your anger and feelings in a world where men constantly expect you to be submissive and sweet, as not what you want channels in bucket loads in the chorus, as Tucker belts, tell me baby, what's wrong? It's not what you want, it's everything. When I saw the band reform for the first time in over a decade at the Roundhouse back in 2015, they performed Dig Me Out as the final track of their encore, following a righteous go at Youth Decay and Modern Girl. Dig me out, as it so rightly says though, you got me for now. <laughs> 